What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. You know, I just, I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I thought, hey, what's with all the sin? I need to change. I'm, I'm dirty. I'm, I'm bad with the sex and the envy and that, that loud music us kids listen to nowadays. Oh, I just suck it undercover. everybody welcome to another episode of boys watching buffy we're just two boys watching every episode of buffy the vampire slayer for the first time giving our thoughts giving our reviews giving our reaction we are your hosts i'm joe welke i am vance and today we're talking about season three episode one titled Anne, directed and written by joss whedon the original air date September 29th, 1998, to an audience of 7.06 million people. Big old season premiere for Buffy the Vampire Slayer in season three. And they have a lot of stuff to answer for. There was a lot of stuff going on at the end of season two. Got some answers. Uh, Some of our predictions that we put out on the bonus episode came true immediately <laughs> yeah uh i feel like i need to take a victory lap i got i know you d- absolutely <laughs> do <laughs> yeah. i saw uh, that i was like yes <laughs> i mean there's a, you you get like two or three victory laps yeah. i think here vance oh yeah i think um, at least three there's three things i think i got so, yeah, yeah i was like damn all right i'm fucking up <laughs> uh, you know some of yours are bigger i don't know we did get the our prediction from the end of the last episode of what Anne would be or who Anne would be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't expect it to be her alias, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So shall we get into it? Do we, do, should we do like kind of a little reminder of where we left off? Sure. So at the end of season two, we left off with Buffy being pissed about having to kill Angel and not really knowing if it was a good call or if he was a good guy or if he was able to be returned to his angel form because he's been angelus and she skips town the gang doesn't know where she is and uh, that's kind of where we left off in season two so just the very very most brief summary i can give (laughs) i know (laughs) like should i say some words that i mean if you really want to if you really want (laughs) to listen to what we thought about it Go back two episodes or one episode or whatever. You want to recap? Uh, Yeah, Buffy did some stuff and then she left. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. And now we're in season three. And this episode opens up with the shot of a grave for a person named Andrew Holick. And this person does the typical like rising up out of the grave, hand popping up out of the dirt. And 
is coming up and he's been reborn as a vampire and there's a pair of legs just waiting for him to come up out of that grave and we scroll up to see that it's Willow and Willow says, come and get it, big boy. (laughs) Yeah, she does. And she, Xander, and uh, Oz are now functioning as Riverdale's, Riverdale, damn it, (laughs) Sunnydale's uh, resident vampire slayers because Buffy is still gone. She's still missing, Um, but they're doing a very poor job of slaying vampires because this vampire attacks them immediately and kind of gets away. And there's this hilarious moment where Oz, he looks like he's going to step up to the plate and just absolutely destroy this vampire he's concentrating as it's running away he's holding this long big spike and it zooms in he's like all right here we go and he throws it and it falls like 50 yards short of where the is. yeah and he's like damn it i really thought he was gonna do it and i was like oh, me that's too gonna be cool i thought he was gonna tap into his werewolf strength or something yeah. they are <laughs> It's crazy how they just let the vampires come out of the grave. Well, it's also like, how did they know that this guy was going to become a vampire? Like, they've how many days were they standing or how many nights or whatever, just waiting for Andrew Holick to pop up out of this? And here's the, here's the crazy thing. Like, we know that vampires are picky about how they turn people. Uh-huh. So why are these people, like, killed, turned, and then buried? Yeah, I mean, like, we saw... Why, like, why would a vampire be like, oh, I'm going to turn this person and then just leaves them? Well, last time, I mean, not last time, but in season two, we saw this kind of same scenario where Buffy's waiting above a, a grave. Uh-huh. But then we also saw them in the, like, funeral home yeah, waiting for, the, well, just hanging out. And then Teresa becomes a vampire while she's still in, like, an open casket situation. Yeah. Like, how quickly does it happen? Like... I just... I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless they're just like, oh, Andrew's dead. Let's bury him immediately. (laughs) But uh, they make some kind of quips about like, oh, man, this was a lot harder than we thought it was going to be because Andrew was on the gymnastics team because Xander's like, where did he get all this like flexibility? (laughs) Uh, And he gets away and it was uh, very fun. I mean, I did love that Xander called Willow out like, did you just say, come and get it, big boy? Mm-hmm. And Willow's like, well, you know, the Slayer has one-liners. And I was just working on mine, you know, whatever. I like that acknowledgement yeah. of the ridiculousness of that because Buffy does always do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. Um, so this is the end of summer, though, because they mentioned that they have school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it is their senior year at this point. It like is. Like I predicted. It is. I uh, I went back and saw the scene where Larry uh, gives Oz shit for dating a junior, mm-hmm. which still, to my mind, doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> yeah. like you're, you're dating a girl one grade below you? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it is their senior year. Xander's excited to see Cordelia because she hasn't been around, I guess, mm-hmm. all summer. Um, and then they all kind of commiserate about missing Buffy. And they're like, well, we're trying to slay vampires. We got a pretty mixed results here. Uh, I wonder what Buffy's up to. I wonder where she is. I hope she's okay. Blah, blah, blah. 
So then we cut to Buffy hanging out on the beach and she's in a lovely little beach sundress and she's just staring out into the ocean and looking longingly and who comes up from behind her and grabs her from behind and smooches her neck and stuff but angel what how is this possible how can this be he's kissing her neck he's like you know i'd never leave you this is us forever and ever and lo and behold it is a dream they love these dream fake outs in the show i wrote down as soon as i saw this scene this is exactly what i wrote down in my notes buffy beach angel nonsense yep <laughs> like i was like all right we know this isn't happening yeah why is this they love a be a dream fake out yeah. they've done it probably four or five times already and in this dream angel is uh disturbing <laughs> yeah. it sounds like a threat even yeah. if you won't even if you kill me i won't leave you it's like yeah oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't get away from this guy that's some toxic feels right there. Yeah. Toxic relationship, mm -hmm. codependency. You should yeah. not want that. But, yep. you know, that's what teenager girls would love. And just like that's the emo uh, love affair that I guess teenage goth girls would love or whatever. That the media portrays and then it seeps in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then people want it. And then when yeah. they actually get it, it's like, oh, wow, this is actually stalker behavior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel threatened and not safe. <laughs> This isn't like the movies and TV shows at all. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a dream. Uh, Buffy is actually in what looks like downtown LA. Uh, apocalyptic. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Everything is closed. This, there's one point when they're walking down the street like later. This street is like full of the most random characters. Like <laughs> guy in business suit white homeless vagabonds yeah like. <laughs> there is a new intro though and the title text is the buffy font that we know and love mm -hmm. the song is updated a little it's the same song but it's like crisper or something yeah they got new scenes it looks a bit more crisp and there's more stuff going on so that's fun yeah i uh, feel like this is the first time i've watched that yeah well also yeah. seth there green no is a part on. of it Yes, that's good. Oh, yeah. like in the intro. There was no skip yeah. intro on this one. So I yeah. watched it. Yeah, Seth Green's a part of the intro because yeah. before it was just always you'd see a little thing on there that guest mm -hmm. starring Seth Green. But yeah. he's a part of the cast now. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's fun. Yeah. So after the new intro, we get Buffy. She's working at a diner and she's she's waiting on these two low life trucker type dudes that are just sexually harassing her. One of them slaps her ass and we see that her name tag says Anne. Mm -hmm. So she's going under this alias of Anne. And I don't know how people can get away with this because you have to fill out like tax documents and you have to put your name on there. She's also like just barely able to work. No, I yeah. guess she's 16, so she can work there. No, she's, she's, she's 17. 17. She's 17. Yeah. Yeah. You can work after 13. But uh Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the one the one trucker guy smacks her on the ass or something. One of them was like, can I order you for whatever? And then the other guy smacks her butt. And Buffy has this moment of like, I could just destroy this guy right now. But I'm just going to take it because yeah. she's depressed 
and sad. And she's, she's still doing, mourning. She's doing pretty good. She's doing pretty good, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> considering a high school dropout that just went, I guess, downtown L.A. I wasn't like I wasn't sure what city they were trying to portray here. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't either. And they never tell you. But yeah. it definitely looks. I like, mean, it sure is downtown L.A. But I wonder if they were trying it. Like, did she take the bus to New York? Like, I feel like going to Los Angeles would be tricky, too. Yeah. I mean, her dad lives in L.A. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like there'd be somebody that knows her there. Well, I mean, it's a big city, so, I mean, yeah. who goes downtown? Yeah, nobody <laughs> goes to fucking downtown, dude. <laughs> Letting everybody know, uh, if you're listening and you don't live in L.A., downtown L.A. is an absolute wasteland. Well, I mean, it's got restaurants, a couple museums. Like, it's places to go to when you go there, but it's not the tourist attraction when you come to no. Los Angeles. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I mean... It's it's crazy because there will be kind of nice, uh, super swanky hotels, super mm-hmm, swanky mm-hmm. restaurants and like concert venues and stuff. Yeah. And you go one street over and it's like Mad Max, anarchy, wasteland, post-apocalyptic stuff going on. It's like, Jesus Christ, it is yeah. very sad. Yeah, it is definitely the you can see like the uh, the tent villages mm-hmm. uh, of homeless people and then the fanciest hotel and i noticed that a lot on the west coast like san francisco has that vibe too oh yeah 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 Yeah. so then buffy after she gets her butt smacked she walks over to another table that just got sat and it's this poor couple um ricky and lily and ricky digs in his pockets and he's like what can we get for this much and just throws a bunch of coins on the table (laughs) as if like buffy can immediately like calculate how much money that is uh because it's just a bunch of random coins and he's like can we get some pie can we get some peach pie and buffy's like maybe you can get peach pie but i don't know if there'll be a peach in it for that much money and then the girl to me i immediately recognized this girl i thought she looked familiar mm-hmm. and she's looking at Anne, aka buffy and she's like do I know you from somewhere? And Buffy's like, no, you don't know me. That was that was some other guy. Uh, this is somebody else. Uh, you don't know me. And then Lily's like, I could have swore that I know you. You look really familiar. And Buffy's like, no, no, no. That's still, no, that's not it. And then she walks away after, I, I, I do have to mention, Lily and Ricky have matching tattoos. Yeah. And this is important for later on. Mm-hmm. But it's like a heart. It says Lily. It says Ricky. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so Buffy, after she gets recognized, kind of, she goes up to her manager and is like, I got to go. I can't be here. I feel sick. Uh, goodbye. She yeah, walks she out. Goes, she's like, can you cover for me? I don't feel good. And they're like, sure. I was like, man, this is a really easygoing diner. Yeah. Real chill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess it would be uh, real chill because they're just, she's working in the post-apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> Like she's working in Demon City. Yeah, man. I mean, like I like I said, like you were brought up earlier. There's a scene later where she's just walking down the street, and it's like everything is closed and boarded up. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> um, but so Buffy leaves. Then we get a scene with Giles and Willow. You know, kind of debriefing about their vampire hunting and like, how did it go last night? And Will's like, oh, not too good. But, you know, we're we're trying. We're getting the hang of it. 
Uh, and Joel's well, like, I'm really worried that you're going to fucking die. The thing that we need to bring up is that this library is bustling. Oh, yeah. One, they fixed it up since the murders and everything yep. last season. Yeah. And no it, longer a crime are, scene. There are people checking out books. Like it's a, like it's Barnes and Noble at it, at its peak. Like yeah. <laughs> like I, I've never seen any amount of students in this library, and it is bustling. Well, I guess the the reason why is because it's the first day of school, and it looks like all the kids are getting their books for school. But I never got my books for school from the library. No, they always just kind of give them out in the classroom. But it looks and, like that's what they're we've doing. We've seen first day of school before. We saw it last season, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, this is just, it's crazy. It is bustling. Yeah. It's like, it's as if uh, Giles had a rebrand of the library. Like, come <laughs> <Yeah>. on in. <laughs> grand opening, grand reopening from when there was a murder in here. Yeah, he's like doing signings. <laughs> yeah. So wait, this is where Buffy tried to kill you? No, it wasn't her. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's worried about the gang doing their little vampire hunting because, you know, they're obviously not the vampire slayers. Uh Cordelia shows up and she's like, I, I'm excited to see Xander. I spent my summer in Mexico and the resort wasn't as swanky as I thought it was going to be or whatever. And uh, she's just super jazzed to see Xander. And she's like, oh, my God, is is this how's my hair look? Does it look good? I'm really nervous. Willow's wearing that awful purple fucking <laughs> bucket hat flipped up again. Just... Uh, God, I mean, I get it. She's a nerd, but God. It's funny that the whole like Cordelia and Xander, oh my God, I haven't seen this person so long. I'm so nervous stuff. It's, mm. I don't, I don't care about it at all. It's so forced. That's what I was about to say. It's so forced. Like, it's no way. There's a great line here where she's like, wait, did he run into any monsters? You know, he's always been attracted to monsters. Like, yeah. or something, uh, which is great. And she references yeah. Inca mummy. Yeah. Girl later. Um, yeah but it's just i love that yeah it's just they don't have a reason to be nervous seeing each other after all the stuff they've been through exactly it's not like they were like oh they kissed at the end of school year and now they're coming back Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it it definitely felt really forced Mm -hmm. um but yeah willow kind of reassures her like oh you look great you're gonna be great it's gonna be good then oz shows up and Willow's like, oh my God, you uh, are visiting me on school. How are you? How are you visiting me? You graduated, right? Why do you have? Wait, why do you have books? And Oz is like, well, you know how I uh, skipped class all the time and and had all those absences and was never in school. And then Willow's like, yeah, but you were going to make up for it uh, in summer school, right? And he's like, well, yeah, that would have happened if I went to summer school, but I didn't. Uh, so I got held back a year. And she's like, wait a minute, what? And he's like, I thought that you'd think it was cute. <laughs> she's like, no, no, it's not cute to be dating the dumb guy. <laughs> well, she's like, you're super smart. You're, you're Mr. Test. You're Mr. Exam. And yeah. obviously they both got like headhunted for that software company last season. Um, yeah. I feel like this is the writers being like, okay, he's going to be a year above. And then they're like, we kind of want to keep him here. Yeah. Now we have to find a way. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, I thought you would find this kind of romantic or cute that I did this. And I'm like, yeah. What do your parents think? What does everyone else think about this? I think um, he's got bigger problems to worry about. <laughs> I mean, he takes it with the... Sh- I mean, being a werewolf, it's like, who cares if I'm going to school or not? 
Yeah. There's so many people in the school that it's like they should be like, oh, who gives a fuck? Yeah. There's so much more important crazy <laughs> shit going on. Which I feel like I get a reference to later. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody that knows about the vampires and werewolves and everything mm-hmm. would be failing so hard. Yeah. Someone burned a person burned to death in the classroom. Yeah, just spontaneously combusted in so, front of a whole class and teacher. Yeah, so if you don't know about vampires, you just are messed up from that imagery. Yeah. Um. So Xander then shows up and he's like, anybody see Cordelia yet? Anybody see Cordelia? I'm really excited to see her. I can't wait. Uh, How's my hair look? And Will's like, your hair looks great. Same kind of thing that she was doing yeah. with Cordelia. She, Xander walks away and then Oz is still trying to kind of convince her that it's cute that he failed and then prediction victory lap for vance number one larry shows up and Mm -hmm. he's talking to some guy and he's like i'm so fucking excited for football season we're gonna be the best football team this side of the mississippi provided that all the mysterious death stuff (laughs) i love that egg white shakes we got the best team all we have to do is avoid mysterious deaths, and we got yeah. this. this season. <laughs> loved that. Absolutely loved that. Uh, then Xander and Willow, or Xander and Cordelia, I mean, they come face to face, and they just have this like extremely awkward moment where they're like, "Hey, uh, hey, how was your summer? It was good. Okay, uh, bye." Like what? Yeah, they, yeah, they're just forcing this, and I don't know why. Why it should be yeah. something different than just yeah, I oh, I'm a, I'm a shy for I, I'm a, I don't know how to act around you. I haven't seen you all summer, as opposed to like something specific happened. Yeah, you know? but it's awkward for no reason. Yeah, it could have been like oh, she didn't call at all. She could call. They have phones in Mexico. Yeah, and she could have a reason why she didn't call and. Yeah, or a yeah, postcard or something. I mean, just have some specific reason that they are nervous to see each other as opposed to first day jitters again, which I understand happens in real high school. Mm-hmm. But these people have been through so much more. Yeah. Like when you're fighting demons together, it's not like, hey, I'm nervous to see you. It's like, hey, did you see any vampires in Mexico? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we go to Buffy waking up alone in her studio apartment or whatever. And then she is walking to work. And this is what what I was talking about. She's walking past. And it's the daytime, too. Every Who knows what the remaster. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Every single thing that she walks past is gated up, closed down. She walks by some homeless crazy insane woman just like she's mumbling something to her i forget what she was saying do you did you write that down or remember no she just kept saying like i'm not me i'm Uh, what she probably was saying i'm no one just like the other person oh right 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 um and buffy's kind of looking at her like what the fuck is up with this lady uh then we go back to the library giles has just gotten a call from a friend in oakland he's got a lead he heard of some woman in Oakland that is fending off vampires, and he thinks it might be Buffy. So he's going to immediately ship off to Oakland, leave his post in the busy, busy library, yeah, and just I guess travel can, to... I guess he can just do that. 
Yeah. Need some PTO immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I need to find that expelled student. Yeah, Principal Snyder's like, oh, yeah, yeah, take your time. Find the student yeah. that I don't care about that doesn't go here anymore. <laughs> that I hate that I expelled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Willow and Xander are kind of like, I mean, dude, it might not be Buffy. You've gone all over the country hunting these leads and none of them have turned up. What makes you think that it's going to be this one? And Giles is like, well, I still need to try. And they're like, all right, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what their argument is. <laughs> like, don't get your hopes up, but you still have to go. Yeah. And so he's off. They feel bad for him. They're like, I mean, I feel kind of bad for Giles. Like, he's really on this wild goose chase to find Buffy. And I guess we have to support him. But if she wants to be found, she will present herself, basically. Yeah. yeah. Then we go back to Buffy. It's the middle of the night and Buffy is walking down this apocalyptic street. <laughs> there is a sex worker on the corner that she's walking past and she's like calling out to cars that don't exist. She's like leaning out into the street, like putting her thumb out like, hey, big boy, you want it? But no car has ever passed. No human has ever passed. It is the most randoming random scattering of like extras in, yeah in, in costumes it's like all right here's a guy in a, a white tank top and he's like trying to sell drugs to a businessman yeah a guy walking in a suit it's just like wait what is this street yeah what is happening? i mean it's so weird yeah but so buffy's walking down the street walking home or whatever and lily from the diner earlier she's behind buffy and she's like hey ann Anne, and Buffy doesn't turn around because she's like, I don't want to be noticed. And then Lily finally goes, Buffy. Hey, Buffy, I know it's you. And then she turns around. She's like, what? Who are you? And Lily comes over and she fesses up. She goes, my name isn't really Lily. Uh, it's actually Chanterelle. And you actually rescued me. Well, she says me. she went by Chanterelle. Chanterelle. Oh, she went by Chanterelle. Real, yeah. Real name. She has a bunch of different aliases. Uh, but... Back in the day, she was a part of that vampire worshiping cult mm -hmm. that we saw in uh, the episode with Billy Ford Fordham, where mm -hmm. everybody wanted to become vampires. And then Spike showed up and they were like, oh, shit, this is getting real. I don't want to do this. Uh, so she was kind of like a face, like a, like a featured extra, I would say, in that episode. I, I mean, she's a guest character. She has a whole scene with Angel. Yeah. yeah, she's a. It's interesting they brought her back. <laughs> yeah, I loved in the bonus episode you're talking about like, oh, they're not bringing Lars back or him probably not coming back, and or, they'll just or bring, Larry. Yeah, yeah, they're bringing and, everybody back. They're bringing. I told you if you're alive in the show, you're just gonna come back for something. <laughs> um, I don't remember Buffy interacting with her at all, though. Yeah, I don't think that she directly interacted, but. I can understand, but here's my thing. I can understand Lily knowing who Buffy is, mm -hmm. but not Buffy knowing Lily's name. Because <laughs> she goes, yeah. Lily? And I'm like, it's no way Buffy knows that girl's name. No, I mean, she showed like a tattoo. That's That seems pretty prominent. Uh, yeah. But I think she said Lily as I'm like, oh, Lily from before or something. Yeah. Or maybe I guess she was saying from the diner. That, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So then I'm just going to call her Lily from now on. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Because she goes, she talks about all her different aliases. 
Um, but she's basically giving Buffy her backstory about like, you know, I never got to thank you for saving us from the vampires and you're so amazing. And Buffy's like, oh, don't sweat it. And then she talks about how like she's kind of a vagabond and she's been never found a place to call her own. And she's gone by a bunch of different names and she got hooked up in this one cult or whatever. And uh, Buffy's like, yep, I'm trying to escape too. I don't uh, want to go to Sunnydale. And then just out of nowhere, she's like, hey, do you have any money? <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, dude, not right, not right now. Don't be like this. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not begging for money. I just, there's this rave that we could go to. It'd be really cool. And maybe we could like hang out with a bunch of people. And it'll be rad. Buffy's like, I don't want to go to a rave at all. Yeah. I thought Lily was trying to trap her into something this whole time. Me too. Uh, and then she's like, okay, I just wanted to hang out or whatever. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen Ricky or whatever. Uh, thought we could catch up. Then Buffy's like, I'll just give you the money. And, it, and then some weird dude that is supposed to be, I guess, homeless and crazy, but he doesn't look homeless or crazy to me. He's just dressed weirdly like bumps in between both of them. And they're like, Jesus Christ, dude, that was really rude. And he just turns around and he's like, I am no one. And they're like, what? And he walks into the middle of the street. And I hate when this happens. He walks into the middle of the street and there's like oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. And he just stands there with his arms wide open waiting to get hit by the car. And the car is so far away mm-hmm. that it could absolutely avoid hitting this guy. Yeah. But instead, Buffy's like, wait, I'm going to save you. Runs out, pushes the old guy. Buffy gets hit by the car, goes flying across the street. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, this street was like abandoned, it seemed yeah. like, except for like three or four people. Out of nowhere, like 25 people just rush to Buffy like, oh, my God, are you OK? Oh, my God, are you are you fine? The guy comes out and he goes, oh, my God, I didn't see you. She came out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, how? What yeah. were you doing? Because <laughs> it was yeah. a guy in the street and then there was a girl. It's no yeah. way they came out of nowhere. You weren't texting. Yeah. And it doesn't Buffy, exist. Yeah. And Buffy, <laughs> got, Buffy got wrecked. Yeah, right? dude. So I thought at this moment that Buffy getting hit by the car was going to be on the news. And this was going to be like reported and she was going to have to leave town because everyone's going to be like, hey, did you hear about that girl that like magically got up from being hit by the car? Mm-hmm. You know? And then Giles will be on it or something. Um, but no, that's not it. It's just this old guy um, reveal. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, people do get hit by, maybe not that hard, but people do get hit by cars and then they can get up and just yeah. kind of walk it off because of the adrenaline. And then the next day they feel awful. Sure. I'm sure that happens. And Or you, or you go straight to the hospital. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're a teenage girl getting hit and fly like six feet, for being hit by a car she did yeah. go a flying yeah do you remember that she Dane like Cook? rolled up on the car and then like rolled off well that's i watched a video that's how you're supposed if you are yeah, getting yeah. hit by a car yeah, that's you how you're supposed to get hit by a car yeah. do you remember that dane cook bit about he saw somebody get hit by a car no oh <laughs> uh, he's <laughs> it was like a dude it, same kind of thing happened he got hit by a car and his shoes went flying off of his feet and he tried to act cool like he didn't get hit by a car. I was just like, yeah, I'm fine. Where'd my shoes go? <laughs> He's like, bro, you just got hit by a fucking car. 
And that's kind of what that reminded me of. And But yeah, Buffy doesn't want to call attention to herself because she's like, oh no, I'm going to get found out as Buffy and people are going to find out. going to happen, yeah. So she just like walks away and then some dude named Ken bumps into Buffy after she turns a corner and he's handing out flyers about some kind of like family shelter or whatever and he's like you should come to the shelter i know your type you know you're running away from something you're too young to be out in these rough streets what are you even doing here you should come to the home even if you're not homeless even if you're not like hungry you know it could be good to just like be part of the community and buffy's like you know maybe whatever i'm not really uh interested in that but uh thank you anyway uh and then and ken is played by uh he is another Seinfeld uh, member, uh, another person from Seinfeld. He was the pool boy in an episode of Seinfeld. Okay. He looks familiar. And the yeah. person that I thought he was, is def- I was I was looking at him and I was like, this guy looks like uh, Bob Costas, the sports oh. guy. No, I don't see I thought he looked all. like, oh, he def Right in. He looks like Bob Costas. No. <laughs> to me, he looked like, but I was like, okay. that's definitely not Bob Costas because he's not an actor. Ow. No. All right. That's... All right. But maybe I saw that episode. He definitely looked familiar to me. But uh, yeah, Buffy kind of rebuffs him. Get it? Rebuffs. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, no, thanks. And then she walks back to her apartment. And then we have this like weird montage. Of, oh, yeah. This like, montage with sad bronze song is what i wrote in my note <laughs> yeah it's the weirdest montage of it's supposed to be all these kind of homeless people in this downtown la but it's just a bunch of super hot people dressed up like they're bums <laughs> yeah, it's like central casting 101 they yeah. just got all all these actors and just put them in costumes and like scattered them across the street and it's like oh this it looks like oh like something you would see in an 80s movie yeah. In New York, and it's like, oh, look at this sad, sad rundown skid row. And it's like, yeah, what? <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it loses its luster just because everyone in the montage is so beautiful. <laughs> but they just like rubbed dirt on their face. Yeah. <laughs> look, the actors with a little smudge of dirt. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that white shirt is way too crisp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they have that, and it transitions nicely into the band that's singing the song playing at the bronze and the lady that's singing the song is so hot and i have to say it must have been cold in the bronze because her nipples are poking hardcore that's a 90s move man it was insane man i was was having a hard time concentrating they didn't let the women wear bras on tv because they wanted the nipples the nipples to poke That's, that's that's the friend special yeah, the Jennifer Aniston <laughs> yeah. trademark. Yeah. Um, and then it transitions over to Xander and Willow who are sitting there. And Xander's like, Jesus Christ, glad we made it out to a depressing night at the bronze. <laughs> it's like, nice. Love, love they called it out. Like, why would you have this song playing at the bronze? Right? Uh, the name of the band is Belly Love. Okay. I was, so I wanted to, like, look it up. Uh, are yeah. they popular? Or is it, are I have no idea. Them? I don't know. Uh but then Xander's kind of talking about like, did did Cordelia forget all about me when she was in Mexico? Like, did she hook up with some cabana boy? Like, why was she so weird when she was talking to me? And Willow was like, dude, take it easy. It'll be fine. They Don't worry as, about it. They might as well just say filler, 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 filler. 
filler, 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 filler. Like this, like none of this matters at all. <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of are like, man, we're really bad at vampire slaying, huh? And then Oz shows up. He's like, well, I mean, we're not that bad. We, we, we were getting our, a good rhythm going. He's like, we've lost 50% of the vampires we've tried to slay. And he's like, yeah, but we lost them rhythmically. Yeah. <laughs> Which I liked. Yeah. Um, and then Xander's like, you know what? Cordelia shows up and Xander sees her. He's like, you know what? We've been doing wrong this whole time. We need to use Cordelia as bait. And I hope that she gets eaten. And I was like, Jesus, dude, this is quite a 180, huh? Well, it's like, why do you need her as bait? If they're just coming out of the graveyard. Yeah. Like, you're at the bronze. What more bait do you need? I mean, it's so easy to kill a vampire that's just popping up out of a grave. Stand behind it. Stab it in the back. Well, Chop what, off its head as soon as it gets the, up out of the grave. The opening scene is like Oz fumbles with the stake and Xander's holding the vampire. Like, yeah. Just holding him back by himself. They're doing fine. Um, besides the finishing the job part. Yeah, I mean, but now they're now they're using Cordelia as bait to catch the vampires that got away. It's like, why? I don't understand why vampires hang out at graveyards. Who yeah. goes to the graveyards at night that they can hunt? For some yeah. reason, they just hang out there. Yeah, I don't like. I don't get it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. they should be on that street that Buffy's walking down. Absolutely, they should. That endless street. That endless depression street. (laughs) Do you think that vampires are like particularly like, oh, no, that looks like a really druggy person. Their blood's (laughs) going to taste like hair. Like they get high off of their blood. They do get high and drunk off of it, yeah. Uh, Spike brought that up once. Oh, yeah. Like if they were like drunk. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, So then we go to Buffy's mom who's at home and just looking sad. And she's like, oh, I miss Buffy. I shouldn't have kicked her out. And then she gets a ring at the doorbell. And she's like, "Ah, is it Buffy? Ah." She goes over to the door and it's Giles. Giles is like, hey, uh, I had a lead from a friend in Oakland. Uh, Thought that it was going to be Buffy, but it wasn't. Just some random person. Wasn't even vampires involved. And it's like, why are you telling her this? (laughs) Well, I guess she probably went to Giles in between this and was like, I know. Yeah. Um, I know that my daughter's a vampire person, a vampire hunter. So, yeah. And Giles is kind of like making fun of emo kids. He's like, just some people with like terrible mascara listening to bad music. And Buffy's mom's worried about Buffy. And then Giles is like, you know what? Don't. She, Buffy's mom is basically like, I wish I wouldn't have kicked her out. I feel bad about it. And Giles is like, don't blame yourself. You could have never done this. It's just like, this is destiny. And then Buffy's mom is like, you're right. I don't blame myself. I fucking blame you, Giles. You are stealing Buffy away from me. You have this weird, intimate relationship with her, and she knew all about you knew all about her being a slayer, and you're teaching her all this stuff, and you left me in the dark, and that's a bunch of bullshit. And Giles is just kind of looking at her like, ah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so is she going through the seven stages of grief? Because first is denial, and what is this? Is this anger? Like, I, I mean, because when she said, I blame you, I was like, oh, man, really? We're doing this again with Joyce. Yeah, making, I thought that, making, that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're making her, like, lash out now for no, like, and this has been a whole summer, too. Yeah. So this has been a lot of time pass. It's not like this is, 
two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, and now she's like, no, I blame you. Like, obviously they have a relationship if Giles comes over to mm-hmm. talk to her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what? <laughs> and when she blames him, it does. It also goes nowhere because it's not like Giles goes back and he thinks like, should I not be a watcher? Like, it doesn't do anything. It's just yeah. her being like angry for the sake of. It felt like the scene just wanted something else. Yeah, I mean, it, it does lead not to nothing. Mm-hmm. And Giles doesn't even like have any remorse. He's just like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's my job. Yeah, he's not even <laughs> pissed off. He doesn't push back. He's just like, sure, blame me, I guess. I will say that he does have new glasses and he does have kind of a little bit of a newer hairstyle. Like it's mm-hmm. a little longer. His glasses are clear. They're not like the circular Harry Potter glasses anymore. Not a fan. I like his old glasses. But that's basically the end of that scene. (laughs) Had to to just throw that in there. Um, So then Lily shows up to where Buff... Buffy's at the diner and Uh, Lily shows up and she's like, Buffy, Ricky's missing. I haven't seen him for a day. He's never been gone this long. I need your help. And Buffy's like, "Eh, I don't really care, dude. That's That's not my scene anymore. And Lily's like, what are you talking about? That's what you do. You help people. You're the vampire slayer or whatever. You got to help me. And Buffy's like, I just want to be a nobody waitress at this awful diner. And Lily's like, but I really need your help. And then Buffy's like, all right, fine. Where was the last time you saw him? What kind of clues can we have to fucking find this dumbass? (laughs) Yeah, Lily... I would have liked it almost if Lily was setting her up for something. Because now it just... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So then they go to the blood bank because apparently they give blood all the time because uh, you get free cookies when you do it. And Buffy's like, oh, you love that sugar rush, huh? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Lily's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm this like, is me is and this... Ricky's hangout. This is where we go on most of our dates. Yeah, I'm like, Wait, is what? this a drug reference that she's talking about? Like, I don't... Is she really I, saying sugar rush from a cookie and meaning meaning that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I gotta say this episode <laughs> kind of a downer for me. Like, I didn't get the joy or like happiness from this episode that a lot of Buffy gives me. Like, I felt like this one was just a slog and a downer. Well, it's it's, it's one of those like they try the they trying to do like a little reset bring everything back together but then also tell a creature of the week story yeah and the creature of the week story takes forever to even get started yeah cuz it's just starting now yeah and, and like we're it's like halfway through the episode <laughs> yeah and it's not fun to see buffy depressed like this you know and, i mean we could see, i feel like you could show buffy like working her daily job like dealing with crazy neighbors like maybe Mm -hmm. something in an apartment complex would be interesting you know i feel like there's more than just like a girl from sunnydale shows up that she has no relation to wanting her help like lily could have been just some other person yeah like lily doesn't have to be lily i guess i just wanted to shoehorn in that like i recognize you type of deal but then it doesn't lead to anything specific sunnydale this What's coming up is just random. Yeah. So they're at the blood bank and Buffy and Lily are kind of, they go up to like the nurse or the phlebotomist or whatever. And 
They're like, hey. Phlebotomist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I know medical yeah. stuff. Wow, you've been learning some stuff. Yeah. And they're like, hey, has Ricky been here? When's the last time you saw Ricky? I feel like that she can't say that for some reason. Like, is that I don't know, a they, violation? They have a picture of him, right? Don't they show a picture of him? I don't think so. On a phone or something? Or am I making that up? I, I don't remember that, but I may okay. have been writing down something. But the nurse is like, nope, last time he was here was with you, Lily. And she's like, all right, well, I guess we'll head out. And then Buffy and Lily leave. And then the shot lingers on this phlebotomist. <laughs> and then it plays like this stirring violin music. And I was like, what is that? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, she I, I wrote down nurse award for awkward look. Like they linger <laughs> yeah. on where the nurse does that look of like, oh, no, they're on to us. Yeah. <laughs> and and like, I was like, where is this leading? And they linger so long. It's like it's like an old sitcom, the way they linger in the shot. And she's like looking around. Her eyes are darting back and forth. Like yeah. uh, shifty, not like shifty eyed, like Simpsons. Dog. Yeah, the Simpsons yeah. dog. Dude, yeah. I was just about to fucking rap. Dude, Vance, simpatico. Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> she's like, uh-oh, um, they're figuring it out. Yeah, I was like, what is what could this possibly be? Like, And I knew it was something, but I'm like, at this point, I still don't even care. Yeah, I was just so depressed watching Buffy mope around. Like it was just this this episode was And we never get aside a payoff. From like, she never she never gives up the punch to those truckers, you know? Yeah. No pie in the face before she doesn't even get to walk out of her job and be like, I quit. Boom. Yeah. But uh what she does get to do is visit like a a den of uh depression homeless people. She's walking around in this like weird underground hobo I wrote, den. I wrote, why is Buffy an alley? Yeah. <laughs> is she yeah, there? I mean, it wasn't is even she an there with, Is she there with Lily or by herself? I think she was with Lily and left Lily behind or something. Like, yeah. like hey, I'm going to check this this abandoned building out with all yeah. these uh, I like squatters or whatever. Yeah. And she goes in there and she sees all these crazy looking people, and then she sees a guy. I thought this was pretty funny. Was it the same old guy that tried to kill himself in the street? I thought it might be. I think, but it I is. don't know. It was like the lighting is so bad, and, and I think it I is the tell. same guy. I think it is the same. It guy. It wouldn't but, surprise me if it yeah. would be. But he's laying down, dead, and right next to his head is a bottle of drain cleaner. <laughs> it's like the drain cleaner is so bright and and yeah. like fluorescent, and just like the depression of this all. The contrast to me was very funny. And Buffy goes up to this person and is like, oh, my God, this guy's dead and goes to check his pulse. And while she's checking his pulse, she sees the tattoo mm-hmm. from earlier and it says uh, Lily on it. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, what, did, did they have each other's name tattooed on each I think other, that or? he had Lily and she had Ricky. Oh, OK. Because why would she have Lily? Because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, this... It's interesting that this guy tried to walk into the street and get hit by a car to kill himself mm-hmm. and then somehow had the ability to go, oh, next suicide plan, I will drink some Drano. Yeah. It's like, God, <laughs> this chick fucking <laughs> saved my life. I guess I can drink some drain cleaner. I can't jump off of a building or anything. I guess it's going to be poisoned by drain cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, what did you think was going on? Because I, I thought that I thought 
because Lily, Lily has been... was like sucking life out of people. Yes, or same. the or the vamp or like there's something at the blood bank. They're sucking the life out of people. Yeah. I thought it was Lily. I thought Lily was sucking the life out of people because she was then attaching herself to Buffy and being like, I need you. And she was like very codependent. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, she sucked the life out of Ricky. And now she's moved on to Buffy and she wants to suck the life out of Buffy. And that's I guess that's why they brought her back, because she used to be like, I want to be a vampire. They are going to a blood bank. They're trying to get us all like thinking, oh, what's Lily up to? Yeah. So. So back at Buffy's apartment, Lily is like been waiting there and Buffy shows up. She's like, hey, uh, I think Ricky's dead because I saw this guy and he was dead and he had the tattoo, but it looked like the life was sucked out of him. And then Lily's like, no, no way. You know what? This is all your fault, Buffy. And uh, because everything, every time you're around, bad shit happens. She's giving her the Principal Snyder (laughs) speech. She's like, this is all your fault. Everything, every time that you're around, all this bad shit's happening. And at this point, I was like, Lily's definitely the villain. Mm-hmm. And she's going to suck the life out of Buffy. And Buffy's like, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. I didn't even want to help you, dude. Like, get the, f- I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of this. So yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I loved Buffy's attitude at that moment. She's yeah. like, dude, you're blaming me. I didn't even want this. Yeah. She did what Giles should have did to Joyce. <laughs> yeah. And Lily goes uh, goes and is like, you know what? I'm out of here. Fuck you, Buffy. And then she's just hanging out by a fence, like a, a big gated fence. And yeah. But th- doesn't Buffy go to the nurse next? Well, no, no. Lily's hanging out by the fence and Ken from earlier, the guy with the mm. flyers, creeps up behind her. Oh, I got and he's you. like, he's like, oh, you're... You look lost. I know pretty girls like you. You shouldn't be in the city, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I just want to find Ricky. I, I don't care about any of this shit. I don't want to hang out. And he's like, oh, Ricky's with us. That's exactly what Ricky was talking about. You must be Lily. And she's like, you know Ricky? She has zero street smarts. Yeah. She's Random a random dude shows up behind you and it's, oh, man. I think at this point she hadn't even turned around to she see who he was. <laughs> she's gonna. She's like, she's like one of those people that just will hop from cult to cult. Yeah, like absolutely. She, yeah, she's just gonna be like whatever because she's just like, oh, follow us. Ricky's with us. Sure, okay. Yeah, Ricky's with us now. And she's like, walking. Come. She's walking into every like van on the street. <laughs> yeah, and and he's like, come on, come, let's go. I'll take you to Ricky. And she's like, all right, I'll come. And so then she goes with Ken. And then this is where Buffy breaks into the blood bank after hours. Uh, She starts digging through files. And the nurse from Phlebotomist from earlier comes up from behind her. She's like, hey, what what do you think you're doing? And Buffy goes, I'm just breaking into your office and reading your private files. (laughs) And the nurse is like, Buffy badass. Yeah. Yeah. And the nurse is like, uh, well, you can't do that. I'm going to call the cops. And then Buffy just rips the phone off the wall. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, I love this no nonsense, Buffy. Yeah. It was badass. Yeah. And then she turns to the nurse and she's like, I see it says here that he's a candidate. Candidate for what? Tell me what's going on. And the nurse is like, we only just we only just give him the good good ones. We, 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 only- we just send him the healthy ones. I was like, yeah. okay. And she's like, and- to who? She's like, Ken. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And then we have Ken 
talking to Lily about how he's going to cleanse her and all this shit. And he's got her in some kind of ceremonial robe and we just need to do the ritual and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like she's already, she's already robed up. Like, yeah. Wouldn't you be like, hey, show me Ricky first? Right. Like, like What adult, dude? Oh, oh, you want me to uh, get out of my clothes and get in a robe now? Okay, sure. Yeah. And then, and then she's like, but after this, you'll show me Ricky, right? And he's like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Just yeah. Uh, come and follow me. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. dunk your head in some water. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, so dumb. So then we have the scene of Xander, Willow, Oz, and Cordelia at the graveyard. And they're talking about how Cordelia's like, man, why do I always got to be the bait? This is bullshit. And they're like, you're just such good bait, you know? And they're like, all right, you sit on this bench. Willow, you hide over there. Oz, you hide over there. Uh, I'm going to hide behind this bush. And then... Instead of like sitting on the bench, Cordelia follows Xander and she's like, hey, man, what's going on? Why are you being such a dick to me? And he's like, how long did it take for you to forget about me? How many cabana boys did you hook up with? And then this is where Cordelia's like, oh, I'm sure that you probably hooked up with some Inca mummy girl. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> and I love that she called that out and used Inca mummy girl because that's yeah. the title of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> like, no way. That. No way they called her that. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely not. Um, and then while they're fighting behind Willow, the vampire is creeping up and they're still fighting. And then Willow starts to, you know, scream or whatever. Uh, then we how go the back. vampire does not just bite her neck. Yeah. Getting the drop. <laughs> I was I mean, like, I knew that it wouldn't. But I'm like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. She should be dead. In real vampire life, she would absolutely be dead. Uh, I mean, if they can't take down high school girls, what are they? I know. Why do you need a Slayer if you can't take down Willow? Well, Willow also has a stake and a cross. Everybody else just has a stake. Yeah. So she's double protect. Like, <sighs> but then we go back to Ken doing the ritual with Lily, and he's about to dunk her head in like the pool or whatever. The goo. Yeah, and which turns to goo, and then Buffy just kicks down the door, and she's like. Ken, what the fuck's up? Tell well, me what's going on before here. Before that, she knocks on the front door and she oh, tries yeah, to yeah. pretend to be somebody that like yeah, she's yeah, a, yeah, she's yeah, a yeah. lost like she's a lost soul. And they go <laughs> and they and they're like, "What? We're not buying it." She's like, "I'm so bad at undercover." Yeah, and I love, love that, that call out. It. Love that she called that out. Then she just kicks down that door, beats yeah. up those two goons, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then busts into the baptism thing. And she's like, "Ken, what the fuck's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And then Ken grabs Lily from behind, choking her, and then shoves her into the water that turns into goo. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy grabs Ken, and then they both fall into the goo, which leads to some kind of basement. And Ken, now this, I cannot forgive. <laughs> Ken is hunched over. And he's like, oh, God, why did you do that? It's so hard to keep this face on. And he pulls off the worst looking fake prosthetic face that looked nothing like his Ken actual face. He takes off this awful rubbery piece of shit and a wig that's not even connected to that face. And he reveals an even worse prosthetic makeup looking demon face. And I was like, oh, okay, this is where the jump is happening right now. Yeah, when he rips off his face, it's almost like it's already half ripped off after they fall through this portal. And yeah. it's 
crazy. Did Buffy tackle him into it? Like, how did they both fall in? Yeah, I think that Buffy did tackle him into it. Yeah, and, and Buffy's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just yeah. get trapped in another portal. And we did predict that we'd have Angel floating through some hell mm-hmm. uh, space. So we kind of got a hell. We it's did not Angel. It. This, yeah. They're in like some hell world. Yeah, because Ken gets up and he's like, guards, get him. And then these two demon guards start chasing Buffy and Lily and Buffy and Lily run from them. And then it leads them to this giant cauldron slave Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom situation. It's like a hell sweatshop. Yeah. yeah. But they're like digging on and like I saw one guy Ham- just hammering. Guy like, yeah, he's like hammering like it looked like anvil. he was, It looked like there was something on it like he was making a weapon or something. Well, I saw uh, one guy who was just it looked like he had a sword and was just chopping an anvil. Like an already made anvil. I was like, "What the fuck is no, he no, doing?" No, no, I think the, the sword was on it. It was hammering the sword on the anvil. That's oh, what it like. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But it was some kind of slave sweatshop situation i had this question Mm -hmm. what are they making down there no idea like why does this place exist and why are they working no idea what are they what are they making like what 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 is what is what are they slaves for yes exactly but then ken shows up from behind lily and buffy and he's like hey 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 hey. well i see you came right to where you're gonna be working and then he hits buffy in the head with this giant club yeah, it's like you're being chased and then you see a room full of people working. That doesn't mean everything turns off. Yeah. You still realize that this guy's behind you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it grabs Lily yeah. and then it lingers on them for way too long before a commercial break. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, welcome home. And then like a three second linger on them. And it's just like, oof. Um, so then we go back to the graveyard where xander and cordelia are still fighting willow screams uh and the vampires attacking them xander pulls the vampire off willow and he's trying he's got his stake he's trying to stab it in the heart and then cordelia runs and tackles the vampire into xander and it kills the vampire turns to dust the the spike apparently turns to dust as well yeah, I'm thinking of the physics of that. It seems like she would be... She would be stabbed with the yeah. spike. <laughs> she would completely be stabbed. But they la- she lands on top of Xander, and then they have that, like, swell of it, romantic music, and then they just start making out hardcore. Yeah, it's the same music they had when they first kissed for the first time yeah. in Buffy's basement, I believe. Which I do think is a f- pretty hilarious sound it's- cue. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing of, like, them falling on top of each other, a vampire dying between them, and then them being like, oh, let's kiss. Yeah. It's stupid. It is but it's fine. It's, but, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I, I did have a, in my notes that Xander has a bit of a Bruce Campbell vibe. He does. Yeah. He does. Early in this episode, like, when you see him the first time, I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Bruce Campbell-esque. I think, Army of you Darkness. know... I, and I do have to admit, Xander's first outfit, where he's got, like, khakis and, like, this button down, like, he looked really good, and his hair was done. Like, when he's asking Willow, like, how's my hair look? I was like, dude, mm-hmm. your hair looks good. You're looking really good Yeah, it was, really it was there. Right he had this, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's that, that first day of school fit, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> first day of school fit is always the dopest fit. Yep. And Xander knew the assignment. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go back to Buffy, and Buffy wakes up in a cage with Lily, and Lily's sitting next to a rotting corpse. <laughs> and she's like, I always knew I'd end up here. I always knew I'd end up here. And then Ken lectures them, and he's like, yep, you're right. You were destined to end up here. Because uh, you're a nobody and you're a loser and welcome to hell, bitch, because this is hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess what? Time moves faster here. There's some kind of interstellar type of deal going on where a day on Earth is 100 years in wherever they are, the hell thing. So they're, they could age a bajillion years and no one would ever find them or look for them or something. And by the time they go back to Earth, they'll be old and decrepit and no one would even recognize them or believe that they're who they say they are or some shit. Yeah, that's why the old guy, they got Ricky and now. Yeah. Which uh, I thought it, was kind of interesting. Well, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where place. like it could be a day. It feels like a day down here or it feels like longer down here, but it'll only be like a day pass up there, but you'll be older or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I was that like, was interesting. So I was like, Oh, but Buffy has the multiverse now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. I just don't know what this place is. Mm-hmm. Like for me, this is my big issue with this place. It is a magical hell demon run place, right? Mm-hmm. You fall through a magical goo portal to get there. Mm-hmm. But then when you're there, there are guards, there are regular fences, mm-hmm. there are just regular stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's nothing magical about this place besides yeah, like, how you get there. What? Like, if they escaped through the fences, where would they be outside of that slave cauldron place? Yeah. And it's like when the, the master was trapped in, like, his little weird thing and he couldn't get out because of the force field. Force field, thing. yeah. Why can't you lock them here? Like, they shouldn't just be able to walk out. Yeah. And then Ken does some kind of a lecture about, like, oh, I know you, Buffy. I know you. You're just trying to escape and blah, blah, blah. It's a misdirected. Like, he doesn't actually know who Buffy is, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then he puts them into groups, and he's like, you're going to be put to work. And then there's this guy in an awful Halloween Town mask and he's talking to them and he's lecturing them about you're going to be working and you're nobody. And I can see the real guy's teeth and mouth behind his like rubbery teeth and mouth. And I was like, oof, this is a rough. They put no effort into this one. Like, I feel like I could have owned that mask they had. In Isn't there. He just like got like some black like a black uh, cloak on or something. What is he? Yeah. yeah. And like it, it, the mask is like half a skull and half like demon face or whatever. And he's like, you from now on, you all are no one. And he goes up to some guy and goes, who are you? And the guy's like, hey, what's up? My name's Aiden. And he just <laughs> smacks him in the face. <laughs> Which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And then he goes up to Lily and he's like, who are you? And she goes, I'm no one. And you're like, up, that's like the old guy said. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he goes up to some other guy. And he's like, who are you? And that guy goes, I'm no one. And then Buffy's next. And Buffy, you can see her like gearing up. And she's getting so fucking pissed. And then he finally gets to Buffy and he goes, who are you? And then Buffy looks up and she goes, I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who are you? And then he goes to hit her. And then she just decks this guy. And I thought 
that that was such a badass moment. I loved it. I love this moment. I wrote down that Buffy is the Kunta Kente of the house slaves. <laughs> <laughs> she refuses to change her name. And, and, this then, is a, and it's supposed to be extra powerful because she hasn't been going by Buffy at no. all. And now yeah. she's back. Yeah. She's like, I'm not even Anne anymore, bitch. Yeah. I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Wabam. <laughs> I can punch my way out of anything. Yeah. And then a bunch of guards surround her and she's beating the crap out of these guards. And then she leads this rebellion of all the people. And she's like, if you want to get out of here, if you're if you think that this is a not fun plan, then come with me, everybody. <laughs> uh, and then they're all getting chased by demons. And Buffy's kicking their asses. And Ken's pissed about it. He's like, how the hell did this happen? What's going on in my in my slavery sweatshop yeah. bullshit thing? And Buffy is beating up. Some, she steals some demon's weapon. She's got a hammer. And then another demon shows up. And he's got a sickle. And then she's holding like sickle and hammer i was like is this some kind of communism type deal? Yeah, yeah i saw that i was like is she gonna put those together and be like crimson warrior yeah. or something yeah, um, I was, what's going on here i just wrote down buffy kicks ass because this scene is long it's it is a very long fighting yeah that's i wrote buffy kicks ass twice yeah. because it's just like uh, that's all she's doing she's just beating yeah. the shit out of all these demons that are very nice and decide to attack her one-on-one and also for, have no powers whatsoever. Yeah, they're just dudes. They're like, they're getting their asses kicked. They are attacking Buffy on this platform. Mm-hmm. And she's just taking them out one by one until eventually they uh, they finally gang up on her. And it's like four of them attacking her. And Ken takes Lily hostage. He grabs her. He's got her by the throat with a knife. And he's like, if you don't stop being a bitch, I'm going to kill your friend or whatever. And uh, Lily, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is this, such bullshit. This moment was hilarious. I I don't know how Lily gets behind him, but Ken's giving a lecture, I think, yeah. about, you know, this is how this is your hell. You're going to be here for forever and no one's ever tried to do this before. And you got to stop and it's always going to end badly for you. And Lily just shoves him off of this platform and Ken's like like goofy like (laughs) I wrote down he just gets pushed yeah what that's it that's it (laughs) that's the end of Ken that's not the end of him well it's not the end of Ken but he gets pushed off of the thing and then Buffy who has been being held by two guys she punches one of the demons in the nuts and the demon's like, oh, my demon balls. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, what are they building? What is this place? Why is this place? Yeah. So then Buffy's leading a rebellion. Is like, I'm going to escape everywhere. And then they get to this, like, gate that is, you know, there's a bottom of a gate. And Buffy. Yeah. Well, why are there just gates? Like, why aren't there no other portal tunnels? No. Like, no clue vance yeah and then buffy deadlifts it and she's giving a speech like this is good for the legs and the core and your shoulders and all and, and, I thought and that I, was my so thought dumb. was like i know buffy's strong but there's also like 50 of you right nobody's helping her no <laughs> well no. everybody starts to try and help her yeah. and then they see buffy's strong strength and then they're like all right you got this yeah and like guys come on aren't you guys <laughs> she's been here like less than a day 
like, aren't you guys trying to get out? Yeah. So eventually she lifts it and she lifts it just enough for everybody to like climb under. And I didn't see this when she was first lifting it, but underneath of the bottom of the gate are a bunch of spikes. Yeah. Which makes no fucking sense. Well, it's like it was spiked into the ground. Like, I don't understand what this thing is that she's lifting up, but it has like sharp edges on it. Yeah. And so she's climbing out from under it and then Ken rushes from behind her. And just as Buffy gets on the other side of the gate to escape, she lets go of it and the gate comes crashing down and the spikes land right on Ken's like Achilles. And he's like, oh, fuck, that hurts so bad. (laughs) Like I went back and looked at that. That should have gone down on his midsection, like the way he was diving through. But it goes right through his like shins. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. like oh rough and he's like what are you ah how did you do this well, who are you and then buffy grabs his club from earlier and she goes hey ken you want to see my impression of gandhi and he's like what and then she just bashes him in the head with this baseball bat and lily comes up from behind her and is like impression of gandhi and then Buffy just throws the bat down. And he goes, yeah, you know, Gandhi was really pissed about stuff. And then they walk away. Like, yeah, she's like, if Gandhi was pissed. And I'm like, what was that? Like, that was that so whole- dumb. So, like so Buffy dumb, needs to, I guess so she has, long. she's had a summer off of vampire slang. So she needs to work on her one-liners. But that was so terrible. But you can't have that in the same episode that opens with Willow having a one-liner that's bad. Well, Willow's one-liner is is better than Buffy's. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, oh, what was that? Yeah. But you need Buffy to have a one-liner that goes, okay, that's what we like. You know what would have been a great callback? So early in the episode, Oz gives a suggestion to Willow of like uh, some kind of one-liner to always say. I forget what it is. But if Buffy had said the one-liner that Oz had suggested, I would have loved that. Yes, it, it needed something there because it's like a perfect bookend of yeah, one-liners. But the, the Gandhi one-liner, like, <laughs> That what? was on the level of that X-Men movie where Storm is like, you know what happens to a frog that gets hit by lightning? And there's that long pause, and then she goes, the same thing that happens to anything. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? No, that's not cool at all. <laughs> Like, it's not a cool setup. Yo, it was so bad. Oh, want to see my Gandhi impression? Like, she could have said Tiger Woods. She could have said anything. Yeah. Like, a baseball player and she hits his head? Like, I don't know. Like, the Gandhi thing was such a reach. Yeah. So then everybody escapes. They're shoving each other up through the goo back up to the regular world. And it's only, like, ten of them that escape. Yeah, like whatever, the rest of the, the rest of, of the people that are enslaved there. Also, while Buffy's running through this whole place, none of the other slaves are like trying to escape or take advantage of the hubbub and the kerfuffle that's going on. They're all just still like they don't even look at Buffy. Like there's all these guards chasing Buffy through this huge like cauldron factory slave wet sweatshop. <laughs> Nobody else tries to like capitalize, and Buffy only rescues like seven or eight people and then she turns it around i think somebody even mentions like what about the rest of them buffy's like oh no because once they get back to the top yeah the goo turns back into a regular pool and she looks like oh well i guess all those people are fucked Uh, it sucks and then they leave i was like what the hell yeah it's so weird like 
I don't know what this thing is. I don't know how um how wide a conspiracy this is. Is yeah. this happening at every blood bank? Yeah. I, is it only in this city? Like you just introduced for the first time hell or yeah, a version, a version of, hell. of hell. Yeah. And it seems inconsequential. Yep. Until yep. Ken shows back up later and he's like, "Oh, you didn't smash all of my brain." And like I don't yeah. know. Like what is And like what why? Why are we doing this? Why does she have to go to hell and fight for like two minutes? I don't know, man. So then uh, Buffy and Lily are back at Buffy's studio apartment and Buffy's like, you know what? I got to skip town now. Like, this is too crazy. I'm leaving. Uh, you can stay at my apartment. Rent's paid for the next month or three weeks or whatever. How? How is she doing this? Mm-hmm. How does she get an apartment in this awesome city? Mm. <laughs> this awesome one diner town uh <laughs> with one, the city with one open diner yeah like and just it, a bunch of crazy people is she using credit cards at all who like, knows because then willow would be able to track her like she somehow has and not only is she working at a diner she's been able to pay rent ahead of time yeah like she's paid. Well, off she says months. she says three weeks, and I've never heard of an apartment Which that like takes three weeks, weeks rent. Three months. She, she says three, three weeks. weeks. Oh, okay. I was like, what apartment takes weekly rent? Well, I guess she means like maybe this is like a hostel. Maybe it's the first of the month. It's the first week of the month. So she's saying like you have this for the rest of the month. Yeah, I guess so. And then she kind of gives Lily her diner girl outfit. She's like, I got you a job at the diner. It sucks. The manager is kind of a piece of shit, but. uh what else you got? <laughs> I was like, wow, you can just pull that. You, you left work early and now you're just like, oh, I got another girl. And yeah. by the way, her name's going to be Ann too. Yeah. Lily's like, hey, I, well, you can't leave me. Uh, I'm nobody. I, I I don't know if you realize this, but uh, I'm very naive and susceptible to joining cults and getting taken advantage of. And Buffy's like, that's your problem now. And then she looks at the name tag and it says Ann. She's like, do you mind if I become Anne now? And Buffy's like, yeah, sure. I don't give a fuck. Like, do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm leaving. And we find out Anne is Buffy's middle name. Yeah. Buffy and, Anne Summers. Yeah, that makes sense. And then after that, we get a scene of Buffy's mom at home. She's digging in the dishwasher and she hears a knock at the door. And she's so jaded at this point now that she's like, ugh, who could this be? I don't want to see anybody. And then as she starts walking towards the door, you start to see the hope arrive in her face yet again. And she's like, ah, she can see through the window. She opens the door and Buffy has returned home to Sunnydale victory lap for Vance. Once again, Buffy's back in Sunnydale and uh, Buffy and her mom hug it out. And that is the episode. My victory lap is also that I, said specifically that they would hug it out yeah and that's exactly what they did <laughs> you're very i can't i can't say anything you were very on point you, you like, nailed all of this dude well i was like they're gonna bring buffy back at least she's gonna be back in school by the third episode and we're yeah. right on track for that yeah absolutely and also did you see that there was a a teacher that they lingered on in the yes. hallway Yes. For a little bit longer, and he had a line. I forget what it was, but I was like, "Is this a new teacher? Is this a new principal? Like, what's going on?" Yeah, with this I saw guy? him on the cast list um, for the episode. Um, okay, and then I saw his face, and I was like, "Oh, cool! This is." I was like, "Oh, he's going to be somebody." Yeah, in this episode, and he's not. But I think he's going to be. 
another teacher that's he's gonna be a character they lingered on him too long yeah he had a line and it was like they lingered on him too long he was too too close to the vicinity of like major characters and i was Mm -hmm. like what's up with this yeah it was like when they had that close-up of the cowboy vampire in the mall and we're like is this just like an extra that just got too much shine and you're like oh no that's a character yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so that's a prediction for uh, further down the line, that guy's going to factor in somehow to something. Yeah, I mean, you got to replace Jenny Callender with another sweet piece of teacher. Yeah, I mean, he was a handsome dude. <laughs> he's a, he's got a unique look. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's got a beard, I think. Like, he looked... He, yeah. He looked like he's up to no good, though. I don't know about this. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'd be clamoring to get a teaching job at Sunnydale. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, oh, what's the... Tr- what happened to the last principal? Oh, Eaton? Oh, don't worry that? about it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> What happened to the last computer teacher? Oh, she got her neck snapped. Oh, what oh, happened to the the swim is coach? A, is that a student? Oh. Is that a student teaching computer class? <laughs> what happened to the swim coach? Oh, we got raped by a bunch of uh, lagoon monsters. What about the nurse? Uh, the nurse we haven't found her. Oh, yeah. Animal control picked her up. Yeah. What about that one uh, teacher that turned into a praying mantis? Like, who would ever take a job here? <laughs> I know. But, even the uh, students, even the students are calling out the mysterious deaths. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't know about you, Vance, but uh, I was pretty disappointed by this episode. This one wasn't as fun. Uh, I don't really like seeing Mopey Buffy, uh, but I think that, like, like you said earlier, this is kind of a reset, and hopefully, there's more fun down the down the way. But this one, I didn't love. Yeah, I feel like this, it felt like a weird filler episode. Like, this hell thing doesn't matter. Yeah. That angel beach scene was ridiculous. Yeah. Like. Oh, you know what? Uh, I just saw on Wikipedia, it says that Buffy has exiled herself to Los Angeles. So she, mm-hmm. that is Los Angeles, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, man, oh, I mean. Did they not think the check there? <laughs> right. It's only like 45 minutes away from Sunnydale <laughs> in like real life. Yeah. Yeah, but from what I've heard from people, this is a good season, and we're they're like really yeah. excited, like, oh, this is gonna be good. You guys are gonna love season three. Yeah, I mean, season two was really good, and we didn't really love when she was bad. Yeah, that's that true. First episode, so you know. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to more episodes of season three, but this one uh, kind of a dud. For yeah, me. I'm ready for her to get back into school. I'm ready to see our butt heads with Principal Snyder. I'm ready to see. If the cops have just forgiven her for what happened three months yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There's no extradition either. Like, she just <laughs> drove an hour and she's off the hook. Yeah, and then she comes back and they're like, oh. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah. You assaulted a police officer. <laughs> we suspect you murdered somebody, but you're all good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they suspect she murdered anyone, considering right. that all the witnesses there can attest that she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but that is it. Uh, for Anne, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We got Boys Watching Buffy. Uh, go if you want to write in, boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. We have a Discord. Just look up Boys Watching Buffy. Uh, rate and review on all that Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, uh, and stay tuned for the next episode. Next episode, Vance is titled "Dead Man's Party." What do you think we got going on? At Dead Man's Party. Hmm. Dead Man's Party. Uh, is it going to be a? Hmm. 
like I'm thinking like something at I want to see something at a funeral home, but I'm wondering if it's like not going to be like a birthday party for like a vampire or something. Hmm. I don't know why, but my brain is going to pirates for some reason. Uh, Dead man's chest. Yeah, dead men tell no tales or whatever. Uh, I'm I'm like 99.9% certain it's not going to be about uh, pirates, but (laughs) I'm just going to say pirates (laughs) because that's that's just first thing that pops in my head. Dead man's party, let's think, Uh, because I I do think they still have to figure out the cop stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out next episode, I guess. Uh, <laughs> We're starting the season off just as good as Buffy. We got like, oh, yeah, really yeah. loose, bad predictions. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we, you know, Buffy had a couple months off from slaying. We had. We look, we're burnt out from that. We're in that multi, We're in the multiverse. We're in that. Yeah, we're in the yeah. time just moving too fast. <laughs> but thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time when we're reviewing Dead Man's Party. See ya. If we can focus, keep discipline, and not have quite as many mysterious deaths, Sunnydale is gonna rule!